Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, your space to find empowerment and wisdom on your journey. We talk about it all, sacred women's wisdom, empowered entrepreneurship, and everything you never learned about your body in one inspiring space. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. I'm so glad you're here because we're talking about a really important subject this week on the podcast, and that is none other than PMS. Now, before we get started, I'm so excited to share that I have made a beautiful free offering for all of you that I cannot wait to gift you. So I made a beautiful balanced period bundle. And what this is, is for women like you who are on the path of healing your period, but maybe don't know where to begin. Perhaps you found me on Instagram and you love all the content, or maybe you've binge listened to all of the podcast episodes here, but you've probably wondered where is the best place to really start? And if you're experiencing period-related symptoms, what are the most effective things you can start doing right now to see a difference in your cyclical health? So this period healing bundle is completely free and it allows you to learn more about your cycles, the essential things that you should have been taught about your body, what you should do if you've gotten off of birth control and how you can start to bring more ease into your monthly period. The link is in the show notes below. So click that and you'll get immediate access to all of this amazing wisdom, especially if you struggle with painful periods, very irregular cycles, debilitating cramping, heavy cycles, Any of those symptoms can be helped with this period healing bundle. So link in the show notes. I'm so excited to finally have put this together for you. So there's a real roadmap moving forward and something you can get started on that's accessible and 100% free. So I can't wait to hear your feedback on Instagram after you have downloaded that and gotten started. So make sure to tag me on Instagram at menstruation queen after you've begun. So things are changing quickly over here. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, then fall is quickly approaching. I'm getting ready to move here at the end of the month. So I am definitely in a season of change. Um, Things with my private clients and those in period reboots, my signature period healing program have been so powerful. And a big theme lately has been women who struggle with PMS. And so, so often in that setting, what I'm doing with them is helping them reframe how we approach PMS because our modern approach to PMS is, if you have PMS, you know, pretty disempowering and there's often not a lot of solutions or answers really provided. So this podcast came to me after inspiration from one of my most recent clients who just started working with me, just a remarkable, beautiful human being, and she has struggled with PMS for years. It's been a chronic struggle for her. And it's been fascinating to address her PMS, both on a physical sense in terms of looking at what hormonally is going on, we'll touch on that, but also more of the energetic or emotional side. If you've listened to other podcasts by me, then you know that I'm very much intrigued by the bridge between science and spirituality and the the really powerful container that exists in between both of those worlds. And so this episode is very much in alignment with that. Now, when we think of PMS, we probably think of it as a really bad thing, right? Some of the things that may come to mind include moodiness or anger, irritability. Perhaps we think of a commercial of a a woman raging and craving chocolate. Maybe we think of self-loathing. While some people do struggle with PMS to these extents where they are very severe, Unfortunately, this isn't necessarily the the full spectrum of it, and it's a really common misconception of PMS or premenstrual syndrome. 
So if you're not familiar with PMS, it was defined formally in 1983, and back then they said it is a constellation of mood, behavioral, and or physical symptoms that have a regular cyclical relationship to the luteal phase of the menstrual cycle and are present in most, if not all, cycles and remit by the end of the menstrual flow with a symptom-free interval of at least one week each cycle. So what this is saying is that it's something that happens every month in the luteal phase. And your luteal phase is the phase between ovulation, but before menstruation. Your luteal phase is actually the longest phase of your entire cycle, 10 to 14 days. So it could be really up to half of your cycle. And so certainly if someone's experiencing PMS, they could be feeling not the best for up to half of the month. It's even suggested that up to 40% of women struggle with PMS, and some have a more severe uh, symptom of this, which is known as PMDD, or premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And the real difference, I guess you could say, between PMS and PMDD is PMDD is thought of as more severe, it usually lasts longer, and it's more consistent, it's on the dot every month. And how those two disorders are diagnosed are slightly different in that PMDD would check more boxes. An interesting thing about PMS and PMDD is there's really no uh, diagnostic tool for diagnosis. Really, it's just based off of symptoms. Um, so most you know things online, what WebMD or something, would say that there's no known cause of it and there's no known cure of it. However, in my own practice and in many natural health practices, we feel that we can see significant changes in PMS by supporting the body. So as a naturopath, the first question I have on my mind anytime I'm working with someone is why? Why is their body responding in this way? So it's my job as the naturopath, as the doctor, as the mentor, as whatever, to understand why their body is responding in this way. So whether it's PMS or debilitating periods or cystic acne, it doesn't matter. My job is to understand what is misfiring here in the body and how do I address that with the most simple protocol possible and the least amount of supplements. So that's the goal. So in terms of why PMS happens, there is a pretty significant correlation here. Your luteal phase of your cycle is when we tend to see PMS, as the name would indicate, pre-menstrual syndrome. So let's think about our, our hormones on a monthly scale. So at the beginning of your cycle after menstruation, your estrogen specifically starts to surge to get the body ready for ovulation. So estrogen, while we often think of it as a really negative thing, enough estrogen or a balanced number or amount, I guess we could say, of estrogen is essential. Estrogen is a kind of a juicy, sexy, <laughs> uh, voluptuous hormone in that it helps us create enough cervical mucus to get fertile. It keeps our sex drive high. It allows us to feel really good and really energetic. So estrogen is not bad, but it can be in excess or if we don't have enough of it. Now, after ovulation, testosterone and estrogen dip, but progesterone then starts to rise. So estrogen is gone progesterone starts to lift to prepare the body for pregnancy if conception occurred. 
Now, if the body realizes that conception did not occur during ovulation, then progesterone starts to plummet back down. And this is what tells the body to get ready for another period. So we know that then the prostaglandins start to activate so that the cramping and that contraction-like motion begins. And this is, this is the fluctuation there. So as you can see, there is a lot hormonally going on in the luteal phase in that progesterone will lift and then it will drop. Estrogen will also have a small lift and drop around this time. And so usually when people talk about hormones in the luteal phase, they talk about the idea that this big fluctuation we see in that small window of time is why people experience PMS, especially if the hormones are on the high side or on the low side, it's gonna exacerbate what would normally be a sensation we feel. Does that make sense? I think seeing the hormonal component to it is really important because it is key to recognize that as a cyclical being, you are changing. And some small, subtle changes in your mood, in your energy, in your libido, all of that is okay. You're not expected to feel, you know, as good as you did in ovulation on day 26 of your cycle. I don't think that's a realistic expectation. Instead, there is a softening in the idea that we are changing, that we might feel a little bit different and will support ourselves differently. However, I recognize for some people their PMS or more severe PMDD actually deters or, or takes away from their quality of life. And so when I'm working with someone with PMS, that's usually my first question is, is it so bad that you feel like it negatively affects your life, your relationships, your work environment? etc. And if they say yes, then that's how I know that this is something really important we need to address, perhaps more than any of their other symptoms they're experiencing. Because certainly if we feel like this is ruining our marriage, or we simply feel so angry and tense all the time in our own bodies, this, this is not a good scenario to be in for a long amount of time. So in my practice and in Period Reboot, my signature period healing course, I approach PMS in a different light than some. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I do think there is great power in looking at the physical component to it, but also the emotional energetic component. I think we're doing such a disservice if we leave out the energetic emotional side to it. It's always connected. We cannot say that any disease or concern is just physical. There's always more to it, in my opinion. So here is my step-by-step -step process that I work through with clients or in period reboot to help them resolve their PMS and help them find more wellness, more vitality in their body. So number one, on more of an emotional layer, we think of PMS as premenstrual syndrome. But I'd like to reframe this for all of us. Maybe that's not what PMS stands for. Instead, I teach my clients that PMS stands for prioritize myself. I know, totally different. Now, why do I say that? Prioritize myself. What I tend to notice about PMS is I see this most in clients who are the go, 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 super energetic, super ambitious women people that give and give and do so much and fail often to really prioritize themselves or their self-care or their time off. And I understand, I have so much empathy for this because I'm very similar in that I also have big goals, I also have a lot on my plate, 
There are many times in my life where I have pushed through far beyond what I should have because I felt like I needed to achieve something. But over time, this starts to create the perfect storm for this inner disconnect, this inner resentment, this rage, this feeling of of inadequacy. And often this comes back to a failure to prioritize ourselves. So if you've struggled with PMS before, I would really encourage you to pause here for a moment and to ask, do I prioritize myself in that, you know, 10 or seven days before my period? Or am I taking on the world, doing a million things, working 12 hour days? That's something I would really encourage you to sit with. So when you feel PMS symptoms rise up, I would encourage you to pause there and ask yourself, where am I neglecting to honor myself? Where am I missing the cues from my body? Because clearly something is asking me to slow down. Secondly, and on that same note, PMS tends to happen when we're not slowing down and we're refusing to listen to our body. And I say refusing not on a conscious level, but more subconscious where we think, well, I'll rest later or, you know, it's the weekend in four days and then I'll do something for myself. When PMS rises up, the best thing we can do is immediately create some sort of routine or self-care practice for us. So that might mean going home and picking a hot bath versus binging Netflix. That might mean canceling our social plans lovingly and, you know, with integrity and rescheduling them for a different time in our cycle. Now, on a more hormonal uh, side to this, PMS definitely has a correlation to low progesterone and or estrogen dominance, meaning it's kind of the perfect storm for it. If our progesterone is low and our estrogen is high, it's possible that we will then have more PMS symptoms. And this is why a number of people choose to work one-on-one with me where we can actually look at the deeper levels of this with their hormones and decide how we want to move forward. So... With low progesterone, this could also mean that they have some uh, additional irritability throughout the month, their cycles are very short, their hair is thinning, their skin feels thin, this could be vaginal dryness or a low sex drive, this could look like so many different things, and estrogen dominance will simply put fuel on the fire with all of this. So if you do have severe PMS symptoms or PMDD, I do think it's very important to get support from a naturopath or an integrative doctor who can support you hormonally along the way. The next layer to this is I really believe that PMS is a symptom of something greater. So whether it's we're living this very energetic go-go-go lifestyle, so it's, it's more of that energetic layer to this, or if it's more of a physical imbalance, like we're hormonally running on empty, there's always something more to PMS. It's never just, I have PMS. There's going to be additional hormonal indicators or symptoms going on, or I think we'll see more energetic stuff like a chronic uh, burnout situation, or they often feel very unheard, or they're also struggling with self-love or self-worth. PMS, I think, is the outer symptom of something much deeper rooted. And again, I think this is where working with a practitioner is so ideal in that we can start to look in a loving way at where this is really coming from. Lastly, when I work with clients with PMS, in terms of some other physical things that can be really helpful, nutrients like calcium and B6 and magnesium are researched and well-known to be very helpful for PMS. So those would be something you could start to supplement with if you feel like that's in alignment. 
Chase tree berry or Vitex is also helpful for some people since chase tree berry not only gives the body progesterone, but it teaches the body how to make progesterone. The only caveat with chase tree berry is if you have cysts or PCOS, do not use it. Be very, very mindful. Again, this is where working with the practitioner is really nice because they will have your best interest in mind and warn you of these little things that we think are good, but you know, if we're, if we're misinformed, we have no idea uh, we could be causing more damage. What does that feel like to see PMS in a different light? Do you feel like now you have a little more compassion for this dip in your luteal phase? Even if you wouldn't say you necessarily have PMS, I think we all recognize that our luteal phase brings this really introspective container for us where we do have the power to notice our triggers, we're more sensitive, and we may feel more emotional. And those are great teachers. Your luteal phase by some is said to be the most intuitive time of the month. And so when something is rising up in the luteal phase, it's a really, really sacred time to look at it a bit deeper. If you're looking for more support with PMS or your cycles in general, you can download my free balance period bundle. The link is below or it's cassandrawilder.com slash free dash bundle. And you're going to love it. If you're looking for one-on-one support with me, I have one slot open right now. I work with a very, very limited amount of people one-on-one anymore because I am so busy. And so you can go to cassandrawilder.com slash apply or go to the link in the show notes as well for more information. Thank you so much for joining me. My last thing I will leave you on is September's free giveaway. So you can listen to this podcast, screenshot it, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at menstruation queen, and you'll be entered to win a free vaginal steam kit that I will mail to you. You can live anywhere in the world and I will send this beautiful kit off to you at the end of September when I draw one random name to win. You can also enter as many times as you want. So if you're like on a binge thing right now with all the podcasts, (laughs) then just keep tagging me and you'll probably win the contest. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, my friends. I hope this is illuminating. And if you're feeling like PMS is now something you look at differently, let me know via Instagram. Thank you for joining us, beautiful friend. Please share the love with a five-star review, text the episode to a friend, and connect with me on Instagram at Goddess Ceremony. Until next time.